Hey, it's Bill Simmons. I have some good news for you. The hottest take. It's back. Oh, yeah. Monday through Thursday, four times a week, you hear from me, Chris Ryan, Sean Fantasy, Mallory Rubin, Wazdeen Lambrey, Van Lathan, Julie Lippman, many other ringer staffers. You get one take, you got to defend it to the death. Sports takes, pop culture takes, food takes, airplane takes. Oh, yeah. It's coming back. First episode drops August 29th. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Shout out to that guy with It's professional Wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. Some some wrestling with Rosenberg here on uh, Cheap Heat on The Ringer. And I recently reached out. Man, I've been seeing a lot of big interviews moving around. I was like, we need an exclusive for Cheap Heat. And I reached out to the powers that be at WWE. And I said, I need the, the first big talk with Solo Sokoa. That, that's, I need something that, that matters. And uh, that's exactly what we have now. The man himself, Young Solo Sokoa, on Cheap Heat, man. Welcome. Happy to talk to you, dude. Thank you for having me, man. Um, Thank you for having me. Of course, man. I, I got So I got to ask you, since you've been like a WWE guy on TV, um, on the main roster, certainly, have you done any press yet, or is this literally the very beginning? This is the first one. Wow. I didn't want to do it. You know, I'm not, not really all about talking, you know, just going in there and handling the business, but... For you, I'll make an exception. Uh, yo, I appreciate that, bro. And uh, I got to tell you, man, it's 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 been a minute since a debut has sort of hit this way. You, you came in in a really interesting situation. During all the last few years when you were working the indies and then went to NXT, could you ever have imagined that your debut would be in such a big spot with your cousin? Uh, No, it was it was out of the blue, man. It was just one of those things where, you know, I got the call and this is what we want to do. This is how we want to bring you in. But I, I would never expect it, 
you know, this way in front of 60,000 people, man. It, it, it was crazy. And, and I'm still mind blown, man. Yeah. And, and like such an impactful, you know, circumstance, like, like people actually were able to right away, you impacted a match, you impacted, you, you were the reason, you know, Drew was not able to maybe beat your cousin. So it, it just right away launches you into the stratosphere. And now here you are week to week moving around with, uh, with Sammy and your brothers. Just how much fun are you having getting to do this? Oh man, I'm in there, you know, never, never would I think I'll be able to do this with family, but you know, I'm, I'm on the highest and the biggest stage of them all. And especially where my family's at, you know, in the business on top of the mountain, you know, with, with big goose Roman reigns, I'm having a lot of fun and, you know, and, and I'm doing it with blood. So it, it doesn't get any better with that. And when I talk about blood, I also mean Sammy Zayn too, cause you know, he's an honorary use and everything. So. Yeah, man, it's it's pretty cool moving in there with my family. Um, okay, so let's just start at the beginning. What what is the age difference with with you and your brothers? Uh, I think uh, eight eight nine years. So you are you're truly the baby of the bunch. Yeah, I'm the I'm the younger, bigger brother. <laughs> you're the, the young- baby, the baby, baby brother. <laughs> Um, and so at what stage, like you being eight or nine years younger, you know, that's a significant, that's a significant age difference. Um, at what point did you start getting in on the, on the play wrestling with them and, and, and wanting to be a part of this thing? Was it from just when you were tiny? Oh yeah, man. It's always been, I I feel like it's always been inside of me wanted to, uh, you know, give wrestling a try, but you know, it's, it's, it's always been around, you know? It's it's in our blood, man. Like you know, you can't you can't teach this. So I feel like no matter what I would have done uh, growing up, I feel like I've always would have came back to wrestling. And now, look at us now. <laughs> so so, do you have memories? Do you have early memories of your dad? You were born in '93, so your dad is absolutely on top of the world when you're like seven, eight years old. What are your what are your earliest earliest memories of seeing Rikishi? I remember a uh, a uh, uh, night on the night before school, um, I seen my dad debut with his blonde hair, and I was like, and I remember everybody, you know, my uncles, my, my aunties, and my mom and my brothers, we were all sitting there, and they were crowding the TV. I'm like, man, watch out! Like, what's what's going on? And I see my dad. Not only I see my dad, but I see my dad in you know in 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 the underwear and in the blonde hair, and I'm like, I just seen him yesterday. Like, he didn't look like that, and then. I, and then I knew from that point on, man, it, it took off, man. I was like, wow, that's that's dad. That's, that's crazy. <laughs> and was it, what about the experience of moving around? I mean, wrestling's so hot at that time. Um, you know, it was really the second sort of coming of WWE in a lot of ways in that era, ushered in by by Rocky and and Austin. And everyone, your, your dad, though, was a guy who really had a run at the top of the card man like he he's a really interesting sort of wrestling career when you think about it because he did a lot of different things and then eventually really found a spot as a big you know high profile name how crazy was it just like being a kid with people seeing your dad he's a pretty recognizable fellow yeah well you know just like what you said he uh you know it took him a while to find that spot in the wwe but i think when he found himself as rikishi he had already been through like five different characters at the time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like the Sultan, you know, the Head Shrinkers, uh, Fatu, and 
you know, and then so so forth. But you know, when Rikishi took off, that's when I'm, I was like, yeah, people are gonna recognize him because you know he's a big, big small guy, and you know with blonde hair, there's not many big smalls with blonde hair, and you know he, we we all know he had a big ass, so <laughs> that's that's how people. <laughs> It's hard to miss, man. You know, you big ass, blonde hair, and a big small guy. Yeah, everywhere he, everywhere he went, man, people knew who he was. I mean, listen. If someone said they were at the club and they saw someone with a big ass and blonde hair, the last thing they'd be picturing is, is Rikishi. Is Rikishi? Yeah, <laughs> man. But yeah, that's that's how I knew, man. He he was gonna get seen wherever he went. So, what are your what are your uh, other early memories of of being around the business? Did your dad bring you to work ever as a little kid? Do you remember being backstage and and meeting, you know, other legends in the game? Yeah, man, I was I was I was on the road with him more than I was in school. Wow. You know, I was yeah, that, that was that's all I can remember as a early days, you know, with him being in the business. I would I was always backstage with him, you know, I met I met all the guys growing up, you know, I met Taker, Triple H, Rock Stone Cold, Lesnar, yeah, you name it, man. I, I had a couple of birthdays, man, in WrestleMania. I think it was like WrestleMania 16, 17, and like I was always going to pay-per-views. Like I said, man, I, I went to wrestling shows more than I went to school. So So this was this was always Destiny. Like I know you, you played football at some point, but was it ever were you ever super serious about football or did you always know it was gonna be this? I was I was super serious about football because, you know, I knew wrestling was always gonna be there. Wrestling was always gonna be there no matter what. No matter what I or my brothers did. You know, because we always had that to fall back on. But I really wanted to, you know, pursue football as a plan A, you know, because none of my family really made it to football. You know, I wanted to go play football and uh, the NFL, but and then once once that wasn't working out, man, I was like, "Well, let me get this wrestling thing a try. Let me get this wrestling thing a shot. Let me step in the family business." And then, man, once I did, like, I just I fell in love with it. Like, I was already in love with wrestling, man. But like, once I really got down, you know, to knowing how the business works and how everything is, man, it just I I knew I could be good at this. You know, and it, like I said, and it's in our blood, man. Like, like I'm not gonna run away from it. And then next thing you know, it took off. And it's it's fascinating. I love seeing second and third generation superstars because, I mean, the fact is, nine times out of ten, if not more, you guys always have this natural ability that just appears to be sort of different. You know, it's it's one of the things that I think really is why Randy Orton became Randy Orton so quickly. Like you could see that. Even when he was young and his work ethic probably wasn't the best, the natural ability was natural. so strong, you know? So did you realize quickly in the ring that from like a physical standpoint, you understood how to do this? Because you look, for a kid who just got on a TV in a real way, you look like a vet. You look like you already know and you're comfortable in that ring. How did that, how did you realize that this was like, oh, I can do this. I can physically do this. And it was like, you know, like growing up watching it, man. Like, you know, watching my dad and you know my uncle, my uncles Yokozuna, uh, Umaga, you know, Sam Moore from the Ashtray. Like, I would just watch how they do things, and I'd be like, man, I could do that too. But like, without being properly trained, you know, like without stepping in, like when I would see a move, and I'm like, man, I can do it. Then I then I would do it. Like I've been doing it for years. But like, once I started training, you know, once my dad started training me, and like 
I really started learning like the, the fundamentals and the techniques, I was like, oh yeah, it's a wrap. Because you know, we were doing it like we were little, like you know, we were messing around and like doing these crazy moves, you know, on our couches and, and in the bedroom. But like once I really got down, like, you know, like how to bump or like how to how to run the ropes or like how to move in there, man, it, it just took off. I just started plugging in what I knew naturally in the ring. And that I feel like that's what carries me and my family, you know, so well. Like a lot of people don't have natural instincts. You know, and they ask me, you know, like how long you been doing it? I'm not just sorry. Like wow, you, you you move like you've been you know doing this for years. I'm like, nah, man, it's just instincts, you know, watching my family from over the years. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there, just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier, thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive, or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side-by-side. Side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. So how long now at this point have you been actively training and, and wrestling? I think three years. But but a year it took a year from COVID took a year away so right yeah man I yeah my dad trained me for like a year and he just sent me out there on the independence and I just learned I learned on the fly you know like from instinct I'll do stuff and was there anyone particularly maybe the obvious answer is your dad but I I also definitely see Umaga in you um is. Is there anyone specifically that you sort of wanted to borrow from? And that that's come on, that's that's what this game is, right? Everybody. Everyone's, that's what everyone does. Yeah. Everybody. I try to be the one where I'm I'm the one where, you know, you you take my my uncle, Umaga, Yokozuna, my dad, my brothers, Big Oos, Roman Reigns, 
and I, I you mash them all into one. Kind of like a jack of all trades, Zeus. You know, I, I I do I take a apart from each of my family members and I, I mash it in to me. Now you got me. You know, I, I do it all. You know, I can I can I can fly too, just like my brothers. But like also, I'm also a powerhouse, just like my uncles and my dad. You know, so I mean, listen, I, I like that as my style. You know, it's <laughs> a good all into one. It's a good style, man. It's a it's the reason that you know when we've been talking about you over the last month, you know, and listen. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sow any seeds here of anything. Okay. Um, I love what the bloodline's doing right now, um, but we're at a point now where it's as as a wrestling fan, you start thinking about who could even be physically capable of taking those titles from Roman Reigns. Like there are not a lot of names that you can think of that you can even picture being in a ring that he hasn't already disposed of. And um, you know, listen, man, I, I hope that you guys are together forever. Okay. But I will say, man, you're you're someone we could see carrying that big strap. Like you, you really do have a lot of the tools. Like, wh- what do you think the ceiling is for Solo Sokoa? How high can you go, bro? I mean, you know, as long as I'm looking up, man, there ain't no ceiling. You know, I feel like I I want it all, man. You know, but I want it all with my family. You know what I'm saying I know there's no ceiling with you know with just me or. Our brothers or big goose Roman Reigns, man. You know, there's there's never a ceiling. There's never a point where we want to stop at because there's always that next level where we want to get to. You know, you know, looking at Roman Reigns, man. You know, big doesn't you know bringing me in. You know, what he done for me. Well, you know, hopefully I can be up there one day too. You know what I'm saying? Do you ever um, do you ever have moments when you? Like notice how hard Sami Zayn is dancing and and almost crack on TV because to me everything's entertaining but the Sami dancing on the way out has me rolling. Sam, there was a couple of times, you know. Sami's like that uh that little brother where you know he's a he's the loud brother, and you know he's dancing all over the place. But when he bumps into trouble, he runs back to his older brothers for help. But like you know, Sami's he's like that, you know. But <laughs> Like I said, man, he's he's one of those characters, man, where it's it's very one in a million oh, yeah. to have around you, and he's and he's in the bloodline, so it doesn't get no better than that. Man. And he takes it he takes it really seriously too. Like he's a he's a craftsman when it comes to talking, when it comes to in ring. Like he he cares. Is he do all of the guys, including Sammy, you know, pull you aside and give you advice on a, on a regular basis? Yeah, there be there be some times where other people do pull me aside, but you know they, I feel like my brothers and Roman and Sammy already do that enough, so you know they they wouldn't need to. But I feel like and I'm blessed to have you know these these four guys around me, Sammy, Roman, and my brothers, man, because they're always they're always giving me feedback on everything, and like for me just coming up and just starting, man, like I'm very blessed and lucky to have that because you know back in the days or now. A lot of guys wouldn't do that, you know what I mean? So I could tell, like, you know, all four of them, they care about me and they want to see me succeed, man. But, you know, Sammy, Sammy is one of those guys where he's a he's a student of the game, like really knows knows his stuff. And when he when he talks to me, man, I'm I'm all eyes and ears. Um so so then I gotta ask about Big Oose, the relationship with Roman. Um first of all, how close were you with Roman growing up? Because again, like your brothers, he's even slightly older. So like he's he's what, ten years older than you? I think he's yes, something like that. So yeah, how close were you guys as kids? Man, you know, seeing 
uh, Roman at Cardiff. I haven't seen him for like over 20 years. But I haven't, you know, we really weren't close, but he was always a, he was always around at our house playing with my brothers, you know, because they were the same age and I was way, way younger than them. But he was over he was always always around our house. But I think now coming into the business, you know, I'm starting to get close with him. You know, even though the age gap is there, I'm really starting to get close with him, man, because I mean, it's big goose Roman Reigns, you know what I'm saying? He's been running this game for a while now. And so, you know, I'm I'm starting to form that relationship with him. That that's very cool. Um, did he give you any did he give you any tips before that before that Cardiff moment? What was the conversation like before you guys walked through the curtain? What he what he say to you? He just said be there. Be there on the timing, you know, uh, if you don't if you don't do this and that in the match, it's not gonna it's not gonna work. You know what I mean? And I remember, you know, when we got there and like nobody nobody knows and I was there in Cardiff. None of the guys, none of the boys, you know, just only certain people. And then, like, nobody seen me go out there under the ring. And then everybody first seen me when I first came back after the spot had happened. I was like, man, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. But, like, you know, he was – I remember that day, man, we were just sitting in the locker room. It was quiet, you know. I was watching him, him getting ready for the match. You know, I didn't want to say anything, you know what I mean, because I was just – I want. he was in his zone. You know, I was in my zone. I know what I needed to do. He know what he needed to do. And he was just like, man, he was – I just need you to be here. I need you to execute this at this time, and 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 I and I did, man, and and I did, and it blew the roof off the place. And did he tell you afterwards? You got? Did he tell you that you nailed it afterwards? He just gave me that nod, like, <laughs> like you know, good job. Um, what, what about uh, the new boss, uh, Triple H? Have you have you gotten to have any good conversations and and build it all again? You talk about people who know this business and it's in them, man. That there may be nobody better than Triple H. Uh, man, that, you know, going to Cardiff, that was my first time meeting him, you know, because, you know, at the time, then he was down in NXT, right? You know, and like, you know, when he, when he signs new people in NXT, you know, take a picture with him. Right. I think like a week before, man, we was getting ready to take a picture with him. Um, you know, he had some differences and something had happened, but that was my first time meeting him, man. You know, he, he brought me to office. He goes, hey, man, you know, welcome to Cardiff. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, this is your call up, right? I was like, Nah, I didn't. He goes, yeah, this is a car. This is a call up, man. It's SmackDown. So welcome, up. You know what you're doing today? I said, Nah, man, I know. Alright. And he goes, Nah. I was like, Nah, man, I know. He goes, Alright, we'll, we'll go over there with Roman and stuff like that. But yeah, man, he's been. He'll talk to me every time after the match too, and just give me some advice, which I'm really happy I got the chance to meet him. And last but certainly not least, uh, what about Paul Heyman, man? Uh, this is a guy who's who's been around your family for like forty some years. 40 years. Yeah, I'll talk to them all the time too. Every t- every chance I get when they come to Raw and SmackDown, I'm always I'm always talking to them, asking them, you know, for advice. And, you know, what should I? How should I do this? Or what, should I say this or that? Or you know what I mean? I got this coming up. How should I approach this? They're always around me, man. They're always they're always they're always in in my corners. And what were what were uh, just going back to your childhood for a second? What were your brothers like, man? I mean, how competitive were they? Um, just what was it like being the younger brother of these two incredibly gifted older brothers, twins? They're still competitive to this day. They still they still compete with each other. And I used to just be the one watching them, watching them compete, even playing basketball or playing uh, video games, man, or, or just no matter what it was, man, they're always competitive until this day. 
and 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 like me being now, you know what I mean, like watching them as a grown ups. I still watch them go back and forth with each other. Like I'm still I'm still in the middle <laughs> watching. Uh, um, anyone in the locker room that you really like, you know, fantasy book for yourself that you're like, oh man, I'd love to have a story with this one or a match with that one. Oh, I mean, one of them was man. It was my my debut. Was with Drew. That was cool. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. I didn't know I was going into that man when I got brought up, but uh, I think Drew McIntyre, uh, man, Rey Mysterio, most definitely. You know, he's been a family friend of ours for a very, very long time. Yeah. And then, um, man, I don't know. Hopefully, down the road against my brother, something <laughs> like that. That'd be cool. Listen, you know, you know, I, I, I love that. I, I told your brother straight up. I, I want to see. I want to see the brothers. I want to see your brothers one on one at WrestleMania one day. I want. I want. All of it, you know. Um, there's so many opportunities there um, that are super exciting to think about. But man, Drew is quite a way to start out. I mean, that's a guy who's what was what was it like being in the ring with Drew McIntyre. He's a pro, man. He's a you know he he's been in the game for over 20 years, I think, too. And you know, me me being in there with the with a guy like him, man, I was happy to be in there, you know, because I learned so much. You know, with guys like that have been around the game and then you know, he's just coming up from NXT, man. It's a whole different pace. It's a whole different ball game, you know, from, from NXT to the main roster. And I feel like, you know, if you could catch on and switch how you was in NXT to the main roster, I think, you know, you'll fit in just fine. You mentioned being family friends with uh Rey Mysterio forever. Have you known Dominic for a long time? Man, I met I met him, you know, because I'm I'm way older than him. I met him. Uh, it was at a WrestleMania, I think in Dallas. He was he was young, man. Him and his sister. Yeah. And now, like when I when I found out that his son was into the business, I was like, oh man, like you know. Oh yeah, because you're twenty. You're twenty nine. Twenty nine. Yeah, he's like what is he like twenty years old? Twenty one years old. Twenty one, twenty something yeah. like that. So yeah, I was like, hey, man, that's cool. Um, listen, Solo, I, I could ask you random questions about your childhood all day. I find it, I find it fascinating. Um, I think that, uh, you're a part of something that is, you know, man, I don't need to guess you up. This is a special thing. Like I, I, I kept thinking the bloodline thing would be like, all right, well, how long can this happen? And then at some point it got even better. Like it, it, it's gone mm -hmm. up to like another level level to now where i'm like this is the most over it's ever been i mean everyone they're getting booed they're getting you're getting cheered you're getting just everything so congratulations man um i really think you're going to go to the moon and be a, a special guy in this business and uh really appreciate you taking time to to give us this first interview thank you for the interview man thank you again for having me appreciate it Bruce. absolutely bro i will see you uh i'll see you in boston at survivor series man take care See you. Peace. There he is, Solo Sokoa. Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Midge. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.